I'm Mike Peters. I'm Dan Morfitt. And, and this, this is, is Top, top content. content. Hang on. I'm on the wrong, I'm on the wrong view. There we go. That's the one. What what what, uh, what time do you call this? Have have you been deleting all your blackface pictures off of Twitter? What what, yeah. what have you been doing? I've I've run an extensive history, uh, you know, search through my uh, Twitter and Facebook history and found that it's all inappropriate. So I've had to just do a mass delete. I've had to go over it with white vinegar. Yeah. And obviously every other colour of vinegar as well, just to fulfil my uh, equality and diversity policy when it comes to vinegar. So yeah, I've done done all that. No, I, the reason being it's far more or less glamorous. Basically, I just sat down to for us to start. And then realised, put all the all the lighting on, everything had everything there, and then realised that my green screen wasn't up. I had to dismantle it yesterday to take it to a family funeral, as you do, because we basically we'd done a, a, a slideshow of the, the the gentleman that had passed, and we'd put that together, and we thought well, we need to take a projector screen, so I'd taken this with the white backdrop, and and then forgotten to. I was about, oh, I was yes, about to, to say, you're using green screen at a funeral. That's massively <laughs> inappropriate. What <laughs> yes. were you going to do? Put in Thanos. Clicking yeah, his so, thumb. So, songs in the chroma key of life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, stop it with Stevie Wonder gags. We did that last time. We did. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm sat down. I'm all of, I'm all of a, a dithering, a, a bit of a dithering, a doodah, to be honest. So yeah, hang on. But we'll, we'll, we'll get there. It's fine. It's all right. You know, we'll do. We'll, we'll get there. I've just got to have all the essential, um, you know, pieces of um, quality audio. So that one's there. That's, that's all, all right. That's, that's all we need. It's all we that's need. That's all we need. Yeah. Okay. Let's just put the other one in to make sure we've. Yeah, that's. You look as if you're doing. For for, for the podcast listener, I I can see Mike now. He looks like he's doing a reverse cowgirl on a merry-go-round at a fair. I don't. What are you holding on to? The laptop. So I'm touching. I'm I'm, I'm touching the the laptop. You're not touching anything, mate. You've been told. Yeah. Well, and I've had to check. And I've actually changed my T-shirt as well because I spilled my tea down it. What? what? Like an absolute... Oh, I've just got to be like... So inept. I'm going to be like one of those disc jockeys I really f***ing hate. <laughs> what did you have for your tea? <laughs> well, we, we decided to have a sort of um, a buffet. Uh, usual pizzas, garlic bread, you know, waffles, chips. It was, it was led by the, you know, what the kids tend to eat, but, you know... All of these things, all the healthy options. You've got to. But it's very nice. You've got fine. to introduce more colours into the kids' diets apart from beige. As as, well, as comforting no, well, as beige know, food no, is, there's red tomato, oh, tomato. Yeah, no. They had hot dogs. I didn't eat them because I don't like hot dogs. And this is why, come June the twenty first, you're not coming out. And a glass of, of oh gee, and a glass of Sauv, Sauv Blanc. There you go. So that that's that's another colour, white. <laughs> you sure you didn't tweet that in twenty twelve? <laughs> oh lordy! Ah, oh, the third wave is upon you. You've had you just had the one jab, haven't you, in the UK? Yeah, because it's been I have. it's been done so poorly in the United Kingdom. But hey, what does it matter? GB News is coming to save the day, and it's going to tell us that everything's okay as long as the uh, white man with lots of money stays in charge. So, actually, I have my second jab cancelled. What the? Um, f- yeah, I had my second. I had a text from the NHS the other day, what? which said we're cancelling your second jab. Completely reasons, reasons passing understanding. To rebook, please click link and rebook it. So I did. My second jab was booked for August the tenth at ten twenty-five a.m. at the Totally Wicked Stadium in St Helens. Totally wicked. Totally. totally. And um, 
you know, with a little bit of luck, we will make it through the night before. So that was leave fine. the no, no, leave no, MC luck and DJ Nate. No, sorry about that. Sorry Man about that. Alive. So anyway, the ECP are not looking favourably upon your no. future selection. Sadly not, yeah, unfortunately. Well, to be fair, I don't think I could. I've got my bat back because my mates sort of refurbed my cricket bat. And so it looks good. I look good with it. So, you know, there's a chance for me to play in England's middle order at some point. I'm going to Edgbaston, of course, so there's a chance for me to get a late call-up. All the but, gear no. and no idea. Yeah. Precisely, precisely. Yes, the, the uh, jab was booked August the 10th, 10.25am, Totally Wicked Stadium, St. Helens. Cancelled. Rebooked it August the 10th, 10 a.m. The Totally Wicked Stadium in St. Helens. Happy days. What the chuff is going on in that country? Here, in this country, my wife had her jab in March. I had to drive all the way to Edison to the New Jersey Conference Center. She got one jab, oh. and then and then three weeks later, she got another jab. That was her yeah. done. And then when I got my jab, I had mine with a gap of 19 days in between. Not even a full three weeks, 19 days. And then recently, there's literally been trucks driving around Jersey City just going, if you want your vaccination, just come in. No appointment needed. Just come in. Leave your dog outside. Just come in. And now, apart from Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi, Utah and Arizona, where vaccination rates are around 30%, we don't need to wear masks anywhere anymore. We can go everywhere there's gigs starting up again. Foo Fighters are playing the Madison Square Garden next month. I want to go and see a gig. In the UK, you started vaccination quicker than anyone. Which reminds me, did you hear, you know the first person to get a vaccination in the UK? Can you remember who it was? It was a man by the name of Bill Shakespeare. Yeah, William Shakespeare. Uh, he's dead. He died, sadly. Yes, he and, did. And uh, the Brazilian... Nothing to do with COVID, was no, it? Nothing no, to do with no. COVID. But the Brazilians got very, very confused because they went, William they Shakespeare has died in England after being the first recipient of the COVID <laughs> vaccine. And they were very befuddled. Brazil, of course, is fucked. Yet, <laughs> yet they've gone. Argentina was supposed to be holding the Copper America. Argentina are not having a great time of COVID. So they said, we can't hold the tournament. It's got to move out of Argentina. Brazil said, we'll have it, even though their rate of infection yeah, yeah. is much larger than the Argies. It's like... Really? Watch, I mean, two, first of all, can I just ask, um, the, your missus went to went to Edison yeah. for her jab. Can I just clarify? Because I know somebody lives there. Uh, her name's Rosemary. And is that the, at the lighthouse? Because that's where love grows. That's where my Rosemary goes. I, I knew I knew there. the lyric. I knew where you were going. Yeah, uh, yeah Edison Lights. No, even nineteen seventy there for yeah. the uh, greatest hits kind of listener. Uh, that's that's that. I think with the Copper America, really, what should have happened was you know because nowhere safe. I mean, cancelling it at two weeks' notice. Or it was thirteen days before it was due to start. I'm thinking, I'm sorry, you can cancel tournaments and move them a year in advance, but doing it less than two weeks, you can't move anything to that that right you can't even move a company's birthday party at that but no we're going to move a wholesale football tournament teams logistics and all media but everything all of the the infrastructure that comes with hosting a major sporting event with two weeks notice and they've moved it to brazil now i think personally that they should have been better just saying right do you know what lads we're just going to cancel it we're going to make this a thoroughly modern event we're going to do pretty much as the world has been for the last 12 months we're going to do the whole thing online and what we're going to do is we're going to have Neymar versus James Rodriguez playing FIFA and just do a knockout tournament with the star players and it would have it over in an you afternoon know, it modernizes it it brings it into line with esports it, it, I think that would be far better 
There's a, there's a slight snipe and a joke to what you're saying there, but that would make a truckload of sense. It would, yeah. Or, because the BBC are showing it anyway, the, the BBC are showing all of the Copper America, why don't they just well, have it in the UK at the same time? They've got COVID protocols in most of the stadiums that are being used in the UK because they're using the Principality Stadium in Wales, aren't they? They're using Hamden. Uh, they're using Wembley. Yeah. Just have all the Copper America games in the UK at the times that would be best suited to Buenos Aires and Rio to watch them because you've got all the protocols and the cameras there already. Have the you'd have, you'd have America in the UK. But you'd have, you'd have games then kicking off at five o'clock in the morning. And? I suppose you can do it, can't you? What a I mean, festival of there, football. Yeah, it'd be brilliant. That'd be great. You've got the floodlights well, on well, anyway. Yeah. Everton Park Sports Centre is available, from what I'm led to believe, if they want to host uh, Bolivia versus Mexico. It'd be brilliant. But, I mean, actually, you said... You described my uh, as a slight. What did you call it about my 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 joke? There a slight what? What's it called? A slight sort of twang or sort of sort of something about the. I don't was going to work. Cause I can't remember what you said. I thought that's the name of um, the name of an American sportscaster. You could have said a slight oh a slight snipe. Oh, a slight snipe. Yes, a slight yeah, snipe. Yeah, slight snipe. Hey, slight snipe for Miami sports leader. It's bring it here. Bring everything here. Right, bring well, everything just there. Actually, honestly, everything God, here said to me, is said, fine as well. There was food left over at the tea table, and she said to me, "Do you want a chip roll?" And I thought that's a great name for an American news guy. Chip hey, roll, it's chip roll, and slight with snipe. your uh, news at six. Yeah, sharp turning on sports, and slight snipe, our reporter in the field. Coming up, the Monterey Matter Rays scored yeah. twice in death in sudden decision time. <laughs> oh, it was the league of. CONCACAF League of Nations, Shadows? you know? Oh, no. You know what they've been doing over the past few years? Portugal won it a while back. So it was Mexico versus USA last weekend. Portugal won it? No. So like the League of Nations or whatever they called it in the European UEFA, in CONCACAF had the league something. And America won it last week in Denver. But they started pelting bottles onto the pitch. It was like, wow. Hey, now, I'll tell you what, there's an idea to take to... Uh... Dragon's Den. For those of us of a certain age who are now basically drink a lot of coffee, but in the day uh, at school would play Conkers. There's a, a Conker Calf. Game of Conkers while you have a latte. Can, can you just show me what's in your glass again? <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think your missus has, you think- has put a roofie in there or something. <laughs> and bleach. you're yeah. about to pass out halfway through this. <laughs> oh, Trump made a, a big uh, speech this week because you said bleach. And Fox News, they didn't even go to it. They what just did went, he do? I haven't seen this yet. I've missed this. He did this speech. It's something to do with his pants. Yeah, it? and his trousers were the wrong way around because it had no fly. And it was obviously bizarre. It looked, you know, one of the raggy dolls. Yeah. One of the yeah, raggy yeah. dolls was the, had his bottom on the yeah. wrong way around. Can't remember what he was called. I just remember the Neil Innes theme tune. Uh, raggy dolls, raggy dolls, 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 dolls like, like you and me. me. Yeah, and Trump was. It looked as if his ass was at his front. Uh, I don't the know. The jokes almost write themselves, don't they? To be honest, it, that's. Uh, it was just weird. I and that, the, is, the, that is that is terrific, isn't it? The fact that Fox really? News ignored it. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, because they've now got it. <laughs> it's like saying, "Well, Hindenburg's gone. It's fine. Here's Hitler." It's. <laughs> you got you got Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is no relation to the little lad from Home Improvement back in the day, and you know Matt Gates, who is still 
wondering if he's gotten away with it. It's it's the the right in this country is so. Um, was it Bertrand Russell who said something like, "The people with the skills don't have the confidence, and the idiots are, are blind to their own uh, ineptitude." It's is yeah. It's all very weird. What's what's up? You look. I'm just trying to find a picture of Trump with his backwards pants on. Yeah, it's it's weird. They're shiny. Donald Trump trousers. They're very shiny Donald as well. Donald wears your trousers. Do you remember at yeah. school when you remarkably shiny, aren't they? Yeah, when really at school, brushed. when when yeah. when Teflon trousers became the thing because you could get grass stains on them for playing football in. But then yeah. they became super shiny in places. That's yeah, yeah. his yeah, whole yeah. suit. Right. This is ruined, of course, my my uh, algorithms. I'm going to get all sorts of weird, wonderful Google ads now after that. Donald Trump trousers. That's that's a shame. Fa- fact checkers declare Trump was not wearing pants backwards. But where's I the mean, zip? I I don't want to look at Donald Trump's cock region. Uh, not his face, just below the belt. It it looks like there's no zipper there. It's very it's queer. It's very queer. I, well, I mean, you know, you can yeah. Personally, as the offspring said, I thought it looked pretty fly for a white guy. Or actually, orange. Fly yeah, yeah, and, and he's orange. <laughs> <sighs> that was the most scouse thing you've ever done. <laughs> What's that? Just <laughs> well, I went there. I, I've been there a couple of times this past week. Well, in fact, last last week when we were recorded, I'd been there in the afternoon and bought got my birthday present, and then we went to Crosby Beach immediately after last week's recording on the off chance and the genuine hope in my heart that I might run into Carlo Ancelotti and might be able to convince him to stay, which I did allude to. But my friend of mine genuinely ran into him on Friday morning in Liverpool outside the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts. I don't know if he was off to say goodbye to Paul McCartney, who may well have been there, but that is a, a, a sketch that I haven't written yet, you know, but I can do the whole the whole bit. Hello, Paul. All right, Carlo, you know. What you doing here? I have just come to say goodbye before I go to Madrid. Oh, yeah, great. You're going down Penny Lane on your way, you know. You can drop this off at the post office for us, you know. Oh, Not in the dry cleaners. Yeah, of course I can. Uh, you know, I can I can write it later. I've got time for this now. John Sessions right now is, <laughs> is thankfully in his grave. <laughs> he would be spinning. Phil Cordwell spinning. is literally getting the lawyers up now. Lewis McLeod is outside yeah. my front door, battering it down as a speaker's remote. Oh, you wee bastard. We've moved on from Stella Street. We've, we, we've <laughs> now moved to Carling Avenue. It's... Carling Avenue. <laughs> I like it. Penny Lane. Also with uh, Gibral tonight on TDFN News at six. I'm Slight Snape. <laughs> wow. Slight Snape. Oh. There we go, yeah. No, I said, yeah, so I, I didn't run into him, but my friend did. I said, what the hell did you say to him? And he, and he, did, he replied in only a, a, a scout could, and he went, well, he actually, he stopped me and asked me for my autograph. <laughs> very good, very good. He said, no, he said, I just wished him all the best. So that was... That was uh... Do you know what I love? Do you know what I love? Scouse humour. The, the best thing scouse about scouse humour is it's not really travelled. <laughs> uh, anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Travel, travel far enough, yeah. Southport, that's it. That's, as, that's the fucking north of reaches of Scouse Humor. Formby, yeah, it's got as far as Formby Beach. Whitehaven is looking down, literally pissing in the water. Hopefully it'll, yeah. 
Well, well, it's called Barrowing Barrowing Furnace because of the outright seething fire of rage that comes from Barrow as they look up on on Oscar's human and just go, it's a furnace here in our Barrow. Barrow in furnace, of course. If you ever pass out, there's somebody stood over you going, how many fingers am I holding up? It's always three. Always three. (laughs) Full hand. Full hand in Barrow. Is that where the cartoon characters come from? Because all all, all cartoon characters have got three fingers. The Simpsons are actually from Barrow in Furness. Because that's <laughs> yeah. why they've got yellow skin and, and three fingers and one hand. <laughs> no. No. I quite I quite I quite like I quite like Ulverston. So just below Ulverston. Barrow. Ulverston. Birthplace. Birthplace of course. Stan Laurel. Cumbria, but Stan Laurel, but it's in the historic county of Lancashire. And uh, yeah. the the home to the fantastic Stringers Brewery, which is um lovely. Okay. Is that run by Graham Stringer? The ex-mayor of Manchester and Sir Graham Stringer, Labour MP, or is that Dave Stringer, former manager of Norwich City? I don't know, but can you just confirm to me that the new mayor of Liverpool, who is a a black woman, is also called the same as the last mayor? Yeah, she is called the same as the last one. Her name is... So so Liverpool's mayor, for the uninitiated, was a man called Joe Anderson, who had possibly the greatest nickname... Anybody has ever been given? Was it angry? And no, 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 angry. Very. There you go. Um, Worth it, kids. But suddenly you'd see him. Just, no, uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. And his name, which I heard, and I, I don't know if I should say this or not, but I was on work experience as a very respected radio station, and I was in the office, and I, I, I fell about laughing for a, a solid ten minutes. Because it, it, it's only it's the type of nickname that only Scousers would give anybody. It just shows the complete sort of level of democracy, really, that exists within the, the, the Liverpool kind of firmament. But Joe Anderson's nickname was Chippy Tits. <laughs> which, which, I don't so understand it, but it's funny. It's brilliant. Well, but basically, he was... How can I put Chippy this politely? Tits. He was quite a heavy-set chappy. What, what would happen is... Any time he would tweet everything, because he was quite active on Twitter, somebody would immediately message him off some probably, you know, there's a lot of Scouse kind of banter accounts. And they would just immediately tweet him back and go, what about the potholes, chippy tits? <laughs> now, I mean, you could argue this is a modern equivalent of, a, of, a, of a, you know, an MP surgery, really, but it's being conducted in the online forum. Therefore, every every time he would tweet, there would be somebody, it was almost became a, like, like that, the thing about Pete Price being a lizard. Right, which is gone, gone, gone. Pete, for the listener, Pete Price is a legend in his own Liverpool lunchtime. Uh, he <laughs> yeah. used to be on Radio City, and he's not anymore. He knows Scylla. Well, she's dead now. Um, well, okay. Well, well, we'll circle back to Joe Anderson in a minute. But I used to. How can I put this DJ with Pete Price? That was stretching it a bit. But I used to DJ in a place in Liverpool called Rubber Soul. I lasted three weeks before I resigned. What well, could that I be named on? out? After, because I don't think uh, Scouse has ever made Street. enough out of you know. that association. Anyway, so they said to me, right, you're doing Friday nights. You're doing 8 p.m. till 3 a.m. They'll pay you, pay me a pittance for doing it. Now, this is, what, about 15 years ago now. And they said, you're on after Pete Price's karaoke. Now, the way this operated was Pete Price would be there every Friday night, five to late. Very popular, very popular. And then what would happen is he would round off the evening uh, he was stood sort of at the front of the bar with, well, near the bar, and I was at the back in my DJ booth, fa- and I'm not joking, facing the wall. So I'm only facing the the customers. So he would finish his event every Friday by playing New York, New York, and conducting conducting a mass sing along. 
Frank Sinatra's the final strains of New York, New York would finish. New York. And he'd turn around and go, that's karaoke. And he would turn around and he'd point at me. Yeah. Kind of Dave Angel style, if you will. Eco-warrior. Right? Yeah. And, and I'd have to start uh, playing whoosh, whatever the song I was going to play first off the back of that. And he did that. You know, that didn't speak to me. And obviously, I then was on, worked at the same radio station as him for a couple of years. I only met him once, I think, in the lift one afternoon. And, and all the rest of it was perfectly convivial. But yeah, the, the, there's, the rumor about him was, was that it wasn't a rumor, it was, a, it was an urban myth and it was a running joke, was that people used to prank call his show. And it ended up being, I think, on one occasion, the top trending topic on Twitter around the world the P price is a lizard. And they broke the Radio City <laughs> switchboard. The, oh. whole, the whole system, phone box. I know we've got a lot of radio, yeah. radio people that listen to this. Phone box crashed. Yeah, it's, a, t- it's a TBU yeah. piece of software. It's not an actual phone box. It's no. a piece of software. Anyway, and yeah, it, it crashed it. But this P price is a lizard thing has sort of become a self-perpetuating myth and he's bought into this. And anyway, so it's it's become that kind of thing that anytime he says anything, because I would argue he's a slightly divisive figure. Was he one of the, the lizards who, who sang money? What the fly? Was that the flying lizards? The no, that you're lizards getting confused or? with the flying pickets. The flying pickets, yeah. No, that's only you. Um, so he's a lizard. Why is Joe Anderson chippy tits? Right. So uh, okay. So Pete, okay. Pete Price is a lizard, and this is a, a thing that every time he tweets now that somebody calls him a lizard, but he's bought into this, so it's kind of slightly. Taken he owns out. it now. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. He does. He's, 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 he's seen the joke and he's accepted it, and it's part of the kind of the sort of uh, whole milieu of peak price. Joe Anderson, on the other hand, as obviously this chippy tits thing has become this kind of running joke amongst basically everybody in Liverpool. And I think it's the funniest nickname anybody's ever given anybody because there's absolutely no respect given to an elected mayor of the city. So, but his, he, he's resigned. We've got to be very careful what we say. He, he resigned at Christmas because he was arrested. Yeah, that's, well, that's we, all ongoing. Anyway, so, 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 so he had to, res- he resigned, he yeah. stepped down. And elections took place, local elections, obviously, in May. And he was replaced, a large, heavyset white man called Joe Anderson was replaced by a black lady called Joanne Anderson. Now, we've got to... I mean, you've got to admire the electorate of Liverpool for keeping some level of consistency there. Is it just so they can bitch about Joe Anderson, the mayor? So they can just go, that Joe Anderson is shit. Doesn't matter if it's the man or woman. It's just so scousers don't have to think about the new name. Yeah. I think, I think it's that. It's, Have they it's started quite... to call the new mayor Chippy Tits? Because that's not nice. No, no, no. I, I, no, I, that'll be that'll be very rude and, and utterly wrong. I, I don't. They don't. As far as I, as far as I know, they could go from Chippy Tits to Fish Dicks. Could yeah, they? Yeah, just it's it's the 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 opposite, but it's the same. So Chippy Tits for, oh, for see, a man yeah. to uh, Fish Dicks, which is what yeah. they call fish fingers in America. Fish Dicks. Fish sticks. Sticks, not dicks. Yeah, but if you say it quickly enough... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, fish yeah. sticks. Yeah, okay, yeah. Trust me, going like, to a like supermarket do, like, going, like, do, like duty. Do, do you sell fish fingers in America? They look at you like you're f***ing weird. But so, uh, jo- Joanne Anderson is now fish sticks. I think that's what we should call her, fish sticks. Well, you start that off, you carry on with that. I'm quite, you know... What, you, have to pre- you have to preface it with, what about the potholes? Fish sticks. And if you want to take it further, if you want to yeah. call it, if you want to call Pete Price a lizard, fine. But yeah. ask him if he would like to fish you. Fish you. No. Fish, fish you. Fish. I'm just taking it. Fish you. Fish you. Fish you. Fish you. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. 
This is buggered any chance I've got of working at Radio Merseyside now. Oh, f- a broadcasting career cut off in its prime. Hold your plums and then hold your breath. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, f- f- it. radio's dead in the UK. <laughs> let it die. Let, let it die. Scott You're Mills was on. That as my tra- Scott Mills was on. Job. Yeah, but Scott Mills was on fucking Radio 2 and Radio 1 the other day, double shifting, and then he's on Radio 5 Live at the weekend. It's like, sh- shall we get some more people on air? No, fuck it, Scott Mills. Well, they, uh, uh, Rob Brydon obviously wasn't available. I think any time that Ken Bruce is off, they should just just get Rob Brydon, who's a very accomplished broadcaster, in yeah. his radio broadcaster in his own right, to come on and do his Ken Bruce impression for two and a half hours. It's been done before. I think it could work. I think what we should do is get uh, allow extra work for the impressions of this world. And any time that somebody with a, a distinctive uh, voice is off, Ken Bruce... Um, Jeremy Vine, Jeremy Vine, Jeremy get Ma- Vine. Get, Lew- get Lewis McLeod in. to do it. Yeah, brilliant. And if if you want to replace um, Zoe Ball, no, I won't go there. Let's let's not be nice, Daniel. Love is greater than hate. <laughs> Stop it now. I was going to say just a gargling drain in between records by <laughs> Lewis Capaldi in Texas, but I won't. But they've I already won't. got Rylan. <laughs> I really like Rylan he's on the radio. Quite good. He's I really quite good. like Rylan on the radio. Yeah, he's he's very much grown on me. Yeah, I remember taking the piss out of Rylan. As his hair as his hair has darkened, my attitude towards him has lightened. Well, I I think the fact that he hasn't played much for Chelsea as well this season, he's done a magnificent job. <laughs> um, I just love how he he just he just mixes it up. He did a brilliant <laughs> Channel Five talk show, and he's oh, yeah. so natural on the TV. He's but nothing well, was, will I, ever be him crying to Nicole Scherzinger on an ornate Regency sofa. Oh, that's great. Just screaming, Dawa, onion cream, onion cream. He was brilliant. I love I, him. I played that clip once when I was having to talk about him in, the, in an entertainment news segment I was doing. I played that clip and got in trouble for doing that. Oh, I love it. I I, love which it. I thought, well, how can you get in trouble? It's like, it's hysterical. Even 10 years on, it's brilliant. still funny. It's a great clip. And I love his the fact that he's gone so dark on the hair and all the beard as well. When he is a natural Jeanne. I was with a ballet dancer. Is dance- he? Yeah. I was with a ballet dancer a long, long time ago. And she was a very natural Jeanne. But she dyed her hair black. And it's yeah, it's is- it, it's basically Wes Brown. Um <laughs> his nickname at Man United was Duracell. Um which is is that racist? I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's, it, it's it's compare and contrast. It's like saying collars and cuffs. It's like, wow. There's no more greater divide. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I didn't know. I didn't know it was an actual. I, I mean, well, there you go. There you go. I knew it wasn't black because this is the thing. I, I find it interesting. You know, obviously we discussed many a time on this uh, podcast that. Um, we watch Criminal Minds, me and the missus. It's our, kind of our default kind of show to watch. Although we are starting to go through Mad Men again because I've watched it and she never has. So we're sort of going through it. Mad Men! And what we, what we find interesting about Criminal Minds is, is that Joe Mantegna, terrific actor and star of uh, Godfather Part 3 and Baby's Day Out. Was he also in... And he's in The Simpsons. Yeah. Joe Mantegna. Was, as... he, was he in Gremlins? Oh, I don't know. As the Mind dad of Phoebe Cates? So... Oh, could be. Could be, yeah. But what we, what we noticed with with him does he play that... Mayor Quimby then? No. Oh, who does he play in The Simpsons? He plays a gangster. Is it oh Fat Tony? yeah, Fat Tony. 
Fat Tony. I think he plays Fat Tony. And um, I'm not going to say that now either. And anyway, but we watched it and obviously going through this, and obviously he's aging, but his hair was getting darker and darker and darker. It was quite <laughs> funny. It was like, he's like, he, he, he just put, he just gone and put tar on there. He done a lovely, whoever had done it, had done a lovely job. It was, it was spot on. You see people dye their hair in this guy. Nah, you've not done a very good job there. But whoever had done that, uh, you know, in the makeup department at ABC or, or his stylist, done a cracking job. But he's realised, obviously, as he's getting older, he just, the, the temples were slightly grey. And then the rest of it was whoosh, jet black, beard, hair, you know, eyebrows. But as time has gone on, it's just lightened the tone of it just a little bit. Just let a few more, you know? Think whispers. I mean, and I've having this because it's like I got asked by somebody yesterday because obviously I've got a bit of, bit of salt and pepper in the beard now as I approach uh, approach my uh, a, a sizable birthday, and um, you know it's like, well, what hair would it, you know, what hair color would I have if I let it grow out again? Your dad, said, well, your dad brown. looks like Father Ted, so my dad, it, <laughs> yeah, you, know, would, his hair you is, would be, white you would be white and uh, with a downy backside, <laughs> down, Father Fluffy Bottom. Because what's That's your brother gone? What's your brother gone? Is your brother gone grey yet? He has a little bit, yeah. Because he he's he's um because I saw him for the first time in eight nine months on Saturday on Friday we went and played golf together he and me and a couple of mates and um up in uh, in Shropshire which is down in Shropshire down in Shropshire lovely absolutely gorgeous place called Hawkston Park near Shrewsbury sort of down towards Telford beautiful this this is not an ad. No, but it should be because it's fantastic, brilliant. And I saw him, but he he's obviously, you know, but then he works in secondary education in a senior management position. So therefore, I'm amazed that he hasn't torn his hair out completely, to be quite honest. Uh, but he has gone, he's a bit, obviously he's a few years younger than me, but he's gone a bit grey. But his it's his hairline has gone back there. So he's got sort of... You're taking the of, out of your brother's hairline for having a novelty no, 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 island? I'm not taking, no, 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 no. Has he got a Steve McLaren? Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. He's heading towards. He's still got a full head hair, but it's gone back there. Hair Island. Yeah, it's going that. It's it's sort of going that way, but he's a long way from that yet. This is from and, a and, man and, who at is the moment. At the moment, slapper. it's a, it's a more of a hair archipelago. He's got a hersuit angle suit. Yeah, but it's fully connected still. There's no. There's no. There's a lot of sort of erosion from behind for it to, to get to that to get to that stage um, yeah, we'd be delighted we're talking about this you, sure you've got nothing this. I've no, no 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 I'm like no, no I have no. a patchy beard at best but most of it is now white and therefore you can't and a patchy beard and a patchy beard sported by Hank Marvin there <laughs> Wammy bar <laughs> Go on it, go on. I got in trouble the other day because my wife hasn't had her hair dyed at all in no. the whole of lockdown. So what's what's that about? About fifteen months now. So she's yeah. gone her natural colour, mm. which is slightly uh, light hazel, and in certain photographs, slightly orange. Um, right. and, and I went, oh, I like your natural hair, and she yeah. thought it was a. F- insult and I don't I don't know where to go with it I just went I I like your natural hair colour uh, yeah, complimentary well, Becky dyes her hair quite a bit um, I'm, you know I was quite happy as in like as in vivid colours it yeah. has been at various points in our relationship pink sort of a peachy colour very dark red um, she said it was called balayage where it's sort of brown underneath and then it's sort of slightly blonde at the, at the sort of you know it, there's a colour in it Oh, 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 myriad of colours. She's dyed it all sorts. It's been blue, 
He's been blue for a bit. Was it green for a bit? So she's gone to the rain, paint the whole world with a rainbow. She's just done that to her head. And it's fine. And, she says, and I always get asked, which ones do you prefer? And I said, well, I, I like them all. But I've t- I have specified which ones that I I, I do prefer. Is, but, it, is, it, yeah. is it a bit of a passive-aggressive tease of you that she can go no. wild and extravagant? Because Well, I, I suppose it's, 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 bal- it's balancing it out. It's balancing it out. It's sort of like, so, you know, I'm obviously, you know, there's nothing I can do with my hair other than shave it, which I do. Uh, so she has to kind of compensate for for my my ineptitude on this front. To be what? Honest. Well, it's not ineptitude because you you have options. And I'm thinking, do you go? Do you go nuclear? Do you go for the fabricants? <laughs> and I I think you could, and I think maybe you should go the full, the full fabricant. The fa- full fabricant. Yeah. Okay. The full fabricant. Because yeah. you do it. Do it. It took me ages to realise that many women of colour wear wigs to yeah. to cover their hair. And it's like, once you realise that, you think, fuck it, wigs are quite cool. And I think you could go for it. Let, let's all admit it. You, we were talking about maybe uh, Rob Brydon sitting in for Ken Bruce. Ah. Before that, we could have Sarah Finovich, Peter, sitting in yeah. for Wogan. But with an immaculate syrup, because yeah. nobody to this day, the internet can tell you the meaning of life, but it can't show you a picture of Terry Wogan without a wig on. That's amazing. That quaff was yeah. so perfect. Mm. What's stopping you from going the full Wogan? Because you uh, don't want to go shredded wheat, which was Forsyth's. Yeah. Uh, well, what what one thing stopping me is Facebook, really, because obviously you know, as has been seen over this past week, you know, you, whatever you put posted on the internet stays on the internet. Well, really. yeah, but you're not going to go blackface, you dick. So, yeah, no. or you could, like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, but that was for a reason, and it was. Um, well, I'm certainly not going to blackface my dick because that what would be the point of that? Nobody's going to see that, are they? That's 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 a, just another waste of time. Where did that come from? What you just said? Did I say what? You said you said you're not going to blackface your dick. No, I didn't. You did. I didn't <laughs> say blackface your dick. Do you think I'm you said, suddenly? You said you're Kiwi? not going to go blackface your dick. No. Uh, they said you dick. No, you dick. <laughs> Jesus, no. not your dick. I know. I know. I know. I know. I just. I just. I just thought I'd issue a clarification and said I'm not going to do that because it's completely inappropriate, totally unnecessary. That and my my hair Messy. down there went grey years ago. It looks like a <laughs> it looks like a squirrel hoarding is nuts. Literally, my cock sometimes has been confused for Tilda Swinton. So, <laughs> and many many years ago, let's let's get this out there now. Please I, don't tell me you nicknamed it Doctor Strange because no, that would just be taking it to the metaphor too I, far. I did put a picture of my cock on Facebook. Oh, good God! Years ago. With glasses on it, but then pixelated it all out and said, some of you aren't privy to my body impression of Woody Allen. And on every level, that is wrong. On every level, that is wrong. Yeah. But I like to think it was such a long time ago that Mark Zuckerberg might have actually clicked onto that by mistake. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I, I used to do. Just put my, not these glasses, I'm wearing see-through, transparent 
framed glasses at the moment. My my thick black uh, NHS glasses. I used to just rest on on on. Yeah, I'm just digging now. Right, you remember there was a cartoon, and I can't remember which cartoon it was that had in it a snail. You used to wear glasses and a top hat. Not a top, like um, it was like maybe it was like a bit like Jiminy Cricket or something like that. But there was a, a cartoon. A snail. That had a, it was a little, 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 little snail, or a worm. It was a worm, not a snail. A worm that had like glasses, and he was like a, and he used to wear a little like shirt and tie, like he was a kind of put upon uh, office worker. And he'd, he'd be like, like a, it might have been like Looney Tunes or something like that. And he'd always appear sort of for a moment and have a line in, uh, not in that sense of having a line, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. He'd have something to say, I meant, you know, um, <laughs> suggest he had a drug problem. But no, in, 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 in a, like a Bugs Bunny or a Daffy Duck cartoon, and he and then he sort of, but he, that that was to me thinking about it now. He he looked like Woody Allen, or Woody Allen looked like him. Oh, I think I know what you mean now. Yeah, yeah. cartoon worm. I should Google that to find out what his name is. Shall I find, shall I find out? Because I might, I might. This is gonna, well, this is gonna annoy me. Gotta get away from this. So I'm looking for cartoon worm and Donald Trump trousers. Brilliant. Cartoon. God, your algorithm is is bollocks, mate. Cartoon worm. Oh. Again, people. At, that just pulled up stock images of cartoon worms. The the people listening to this podcast, I know they're the, they're the only fuckers at uh, GCHQ at the Donuts. Hi, please don't go looking for that picture of my old impression of Woody Allen. I used to do an impression of the the Japanese flag as well, but that is that was nasty. <laughs> was that after a particularly? No, that was uh, no. that was during a session of uh, strip poker. God. The best, the best bit. We'd all had some mushroom tea, and then we'd started to play strip poker. And our friend, I won't name her because she's now an. In- <laughs> um, <laughs> Is it J.K. Rowling? No, but we were we were all basically naked by the end of this. Fantastic. And she just kept trying to cover herself up, going, "Oh, don't look at me! Don't look at me!" And then she went, does anybody want anything from the kitchen? Got up, opened the fridge, and all you could see was tits and bush. Basically, the next Republican dream ticket, tits and bush. And <laughs> it, it was like, you don't want us to look, and you've just stood in front of the light of the fridge opening. Wonderful. We then went running round Sheffield naked. So you can't, can you do that in 2021? Or will you be caught out? Will you be found out? We've all done bad things before. That, well, we are. That yeah. We are. are very, very innocent on every level. But through the lens of media glare would maybe be seen as bad. Yes. And it's a generational thing in that an England because cricketer of course, was of course, a dick. Of course. Yes. But... Roman Polanski had sex with a 13-year-old girl, statutory rape, but he still wins awards. This uh, is the thing, isn't it? Of course, the media are the first people to bring this out and, and you know, the moral high ground. Of course, the media utterly beyond reproach uh, when it comes to morally yeah. being absolutely... Shock, above, horror and consternation. Above, above, and yeah, then it's they're, like, they're, they're, how did you get that? Oh, we, we, we bugged a dead kid's um, voicemail. Yeah, then Charles Forrest, but it's fine. So that's all right. So we're we're allowed to be the moral arbiters. It's the it's the old don't do as I do, do as I say, kind of thing. So, yeah. And the brilliant Michael Holding has come out and said Boris Johnson should not get involved. It's like Trump getting involved in Colin Kaepernick. It's Boris. Yeah. This is a cricket thing. Cricket will 
sort its own problems out. But for then Boris to come out, it's like, well, I, he, should, he shouldn't be uh, uh, driven over the coals for what he's done. It's like, no, it, it's fine, Boris, because an entire nation voted for a blonde-haired prick who talked about Muslim women with letterboxes over their faces, who talked about black people as pickaninnies, and talked about scousers as grief mongers, and then made a joke about a headless man. For fuck's sake. But that, that's where we are now. That's where I we are. I have to say, that, 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 that five minutes he did on that did not go down well at Hot Water in Liverpool. I have to say, that was a that, that set absolutely bombed. But he's, no he still got invited onto Mock the Week, and Frankie Boyle could not take him down. He couldn't. And that's why John Oliver left, because he, just, yeah. he didn't want to share the stage with Boris Johnson no, anymore. No, no, no. That's, that's understandable. Sorry, can we just go back to the worm for a minute? Yeah, the, the, the worm with the... Uh, with, that looked like Woody Allen. Yeah. Are you getting confused um, with stressed Eric and his vein again? No, no, I'm not. But in my in my search to try and answer the question as to who was the worm, what was the name of the character, I've, I've stumbled on something here called Future Worm, which is a series... That apparently ran from 2015 to 2018. There was only 21 episodes of it. And I've got to read you the summary. Meet Danny. Hello. Inventor of the Time Machine Lunchbox. During its maiden voyage, the lunchbox was hurled way into the future, where future scientists discovered a simple worm that they put through their genetic escalator, increasing the worm's intellectual capacity and need for adventure. This worm became Future Worm. Now he's returned to make sure Danny never has a boring day. One boy, one worm, together, into the past, present and future. These are their adventures. What the hell was that on? That, that, is, on, that is the summary of this on IMDb. Yeah, but what, what, what was it broadcast on? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds as if they're conflating both the I think it's, can, I think it's Red Dwarf it's Canadian. and Rick and Morty. Sorry, and a little bit of Earthworm Jim, and and a little bit of Jamie and his magic torch, and Future Worm animated series. Here we go. Is that without an E or is it F U T U R Worm? It's Future hyphen Worm. What the frig? American comic science fiction series, animated television series created by Ryan Quincy. Um, It was shown on Disney XD after a series of shorts. The full show premiered on August the 1st, 2016 and ended on May the 19th, 2018. On June 29th, 2018, Disney XD announced the cancellation of Future Worm after one season. Because there weren't enough mushrooms in the world to write more episodes. That is amazing. I'm just trying to look at, I'm trying to look at some of the actors here who might have been in it. One of them I recognise, Melanie Linsky. She was Rose, I think, in Two and a Half Men. That's it. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Don't know her. No, that's oh, she, oh, somebody in there that was also in the Loud House. Right, brilliant. It's uh, popular in this house. Right, there you go. You're listening to, to Mike Peters skimming IMDb. Next oh, week, now, the collective works of Cat Dennings. Hang on a minute. It gets better here. Recurring characters on this show included Neil deGrasse Tyson was on it as himself. Obviously, it says the guy who knows everything about science who is also telepathic. Future Danny, voiced by Paul Williams, as in the singer that was on the Daft Punk album. Yeah, okay. Right, brilliant. Uh, he wrote the score and the lyrics of Bugsy Malone, presumably the kids' version, the 76 one. Right, and also on this, recurring character, a character called Stake Starbolt, voiced by Jonathan Frakes. As in number two? 
Number one. In, number one. Riker, yeah. Number one. William Riker. Make on, it snow. That is amazing. And the villains in this show included the Gloopies, spineless alien creatures who loathe Captain Cakers, whoever Captain Cakers is. Their weakness is the crunch of the cereal. And the anchovy monster, who's a monstrous anchovy, shock horror, who seeks revenge on Future Worm, who betrayed it due to the fact that he dislikes anchovies. How did this show get cancelled? Well, and more importantly, how did it get made? This this is my afternoon it, now. I'm going to be watching Future Worm. You can find this. It must be on Disney Plus somewhere. Please tell me it's on it. Right, production. Please tell me it's it's there. Please tell me it is available on Disney Plus. Do you remember you remember that episode of Family Guy where they create a TV show? What's he, what's he called? Them poopy nose something or other. What's the what's the what's oh, the name of that? The, uh, the 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 three quacks and the three quacks. They yeah, all they all it. they all voice a new cartoon. Which is exactly wanted... exactly a copy of when Homer creates Poochie for network yeah. television. That is this show. I thought episode of Family Guy was obviously some sort of bit of satire about you know the commissioning process for television, and actually it's just the creative process that they clearly went through to create this future worm. I think it's genius, and and that is amazing. I have nothing but respect for that getting commissioned. A lunchbox shaped time machine. Well, knocks the DeLorean and. You know, Tardis. R- R- Rufus's uh, phone box in Bill and Ted into a cocktail. Doesn't it? That's amazing. Can't say Tardis anymore because it it goes against people who are mentally infirm. <laughs> it is on Disney Plus. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch it after I've watched Loki tomorrow. At one point, does Owen Wilson just relax back on a sofa? Owen Wilson morphs back into Roger Slattery. Uh, John Slattery, sorry, Roger Sterling from Mad Men. Because I, I, I don't. I think they are two halves of the one bloke. I think it's. You know, like in Twins, where where you got Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, an iconic film, which I loved. Only their mother could tell them apart. Exactly. Yeah. And and then all the goodness went into Julius. Julius. Crap that was left over. Julius. My name is Julius, and I am your twin brother. And that's basically the film. And um, you know, they say that all the crap that was left over. That's what goes into Danny DeVito. And I wonder if the same thing actually happened in real life, whether it was Owen Wilson. It wasn't Luke Wilson's not his brother. It's John, it's John Slattery. And, like, he, he managed to keep the... Owen Wilson managed to keep the kind of the elixir of life, if it were, as it were. And then John Slattery has looked the same in everything I've seen him in for the last 25 years because he went grey when he must have been about 18. Can I sh- and he still looks amazing, John Slattery, and he's a fantastic actor. Can I shock Just you? like to say that. I've never watched an episode of Mad Men. And I, have you not? And I really... I, it's one of those things I want to get into, and we well, literally lived round the corner from Ham's house. Is that the name of a, a diner? No, John or John John, John Ham's house. house in. He's a dashing devil in that. He's a very good-looking man, and he's a very good. He's supposed man. to have a, a throbbing cock. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was. I, that's I why they never called him Don Droop. That's why they never called him Don Drooper in the show. Oh, <laughs> that's it, Don Draper. His house was literally around the corner from our house in Pasadena. Even though he was supposed to live in Connecticut, is that right? In the in the series? Yeah. Is it Connecticut? Ossining. Os- is that... Ossining. Is that upstate New York? It's probably upstate New York. Yeah, I, I do want to watch Mad Men, but John Slattery is also Stark, isn't he? In the... Um, Howard Stark, in yeah. In the later films. In the, in the MCU, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is weird, because you see, obviously seeing him as with, you know, jet black hair and all the rest of it. He's very good, obviously, because he's John Slattery. And Elizabeth but, Moss uh, is also in The Mad Men and she's also she in The Handmaid's Tale and so there's The, post, the Invisible post West Man Wing, Post West Wing pre Handmaid's Tale yeah. 
But but the thing the thing with Mad Men, I it's quite weird going watch watching it back now, because when I watched it, because everybody raved about it, and after about four years, I thought, oh, best what watch an episode of this, and it happened to be on Sky one night, and I watched an episode completely out of order, so I just picked one. I was like, oh, it's on, I'll watch it. I was like, I don't get this, it's it's rubbish. Just don't just don't see why everybody raves about it. Yeah, it looks great stylistically. It's, it's but I thought. No, I'll go back and I'll watch it again. So I went back and started in the beginning because I think the box sets were on Sky. And I thought, ah, now I get it. Because I got I understood the pacing of it. And I thought it was slow paced then. Now, with some of the stuff I've watched lately and obviously, you know, watching stuff from Marvel and all the rest of it, it's glacial how slow Mad Men is in comparison to that. And even though it's only made 12, 13 years mm. ago, the first series, 2007, 2008, I was like, my God, this is slow. Yeah, it's like, like come it's, on. You watch Sopranos and nothing happens for like nothing five, happens. Or, yeah. five or six episodes until he starts going to therapy, and then he's like, "Yeah, it's not a gangster show. It's about a man in therapy." That's 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 yeah. I, I think when I started watching it back in it would have been what 2012, 2013, something like that. And even even in that short period, last eight years, that the the obviously it's set in the sixties, and it starts in nineteen sixty. So it starts under the the last vestiges of the. Eisenhower administration and the, the the gender politics in it several years ago were obviously like oh hang on ooh, that's that's not great but now where we are now and how many things are it's like whoa whoa it is absolutely mind-blowing that the sort of the the shift and I, I sit there thinking oh that's uncomfortable that shouldn't be said that's not acceptable that's the whole thing but I thought you've got to separate yourself from that and go right well it's a study of a, a period in time that you can't change history as much as you might like to it's there is it is it got to accept that's the way it was is it like heartbeat with nick berry and then <laughs> and whatever what? whoever it was a few years afterwards in nick, that it was nick Kuzak. heartbeat lasted longer than the decade it was fucking set in yeah, yeah. How? <laughs> how we're talking about time traveling lunchboxes here someone at yorkshire tv has one because they went, how long can we drag this shit out for? And well, as you as you know, you know that Yorkshire is the land that time forgot. So that's fine, isn't it? Hello. Anybody who's ever gone to Gothland, have you ever yeah. have you ever done? I've never been there. It's, no, I've never been. It's there. a beautiful part of the world, uh, just above Whitby. You travel there on the North Yorkshire Railway, which is going to be in the new Mission Impossible film, which is weird. Uh, Nick Berry, Tom Cruise, but when you go there. There's a few of the places that still look as if they're in heartbeats. But then there's yeah. a shop, and I swear blind, because I've got a picture of this, of my wife just looking just genuinely disappointed. There's a window full of gollywogs. Even saying that word, I don't feel right. No, no. But it's, if you don't know what one is, I grew up with one because they were yeah. the mascot of Robinson's, Robinson's Marmalade. Jams, yeah, yeah. And you had the, they were in books as well. There was they were a in book books I as had well. As a kid, yeah, Rupert the Bear was friends it, with. Yeah, yeah. And it was, was it Enid? Was it Enid, Enid Blyton? Yeah, yeah. And there's there's a window display, all of, yeah, wow. I'm glad really? we. I'm yeah in Gothland in the shop. This was a while ago, so it may have well have gone now. I, I bloody fucking hope so. But this is still in the 2010s. Goodness me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but of course, the big, the big thing about, I mean, I think the overriding point about Heartbeat was that the gender politics was its key, absolutely central to the um, to the sort of the, the, the idea of that primetime ITV Sunday night show, essentially. Yeah, it was all about the gender politics, that show. Mm. It was nothing to do with just nostalgia and 
great music and some good clothes. Yeah. And it was also an outlet for the award-winning Oscar director, Paul Greengrass, in fallow times when he wasn't doing the Bourne films and uh, United 93. He, he appeared as Bill Maynard in the affectionate <laughs> 60s-based TV show. Claude Jeremiah Greengrass. Also the gaffer. What was the gaffer? The gaffer was also a, a Yorkshire TV show from the uh, mid eighties. Oh, He's the gaffer. He's the gaffer. It's it's when every British sitcom or comedy drama was about a shyster hustler who would try and take advantage of his friends and local community for the benefit of his own pocket. Only right. fools and horses. Mind yeah, mind the gaffer. So was- and then that suddenly uh, merged into our politics. And this is why you've now got Boris. <laughs> um, so, what, so what you're saying essentially here? Now that that's that's very meta because what you're saying is essentially that all those shows led off from the success of Minder and Only Fools and Horses, two iconic British television yeah. series with theme tunes to match. Right? They essentially became right. How can we do our own rip off version of that show? Yeah, they, we rip off that show by doing the same show but slightly cheaper, slightly different. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know whether all the executives at the TV companies in those days had company accents. I just like to imagine that's that, that they did. But that's 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 very that is very meta, isn't it? That is if that's true. But it's right in that then what did become really popular? Carla Lane stopped talking about posh families in the home counties. She started to write a, a sitcom about yeah. the people in her own neck of the woods again. That she and, knew, yeah. And yeah. it was basically a family of hustlers and shysters who would do anything to rip you off for the benefit of granddad next door. Yeah, there's a lot of particularly British things that go down that avenue. Buy it, sell it, the game's getting hard. Yeah. 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 And it's my, really, my really ever... weird because now one of them's in Corrie. Yes. She's going to scream the night and went, Avaline. I know. Every time I watch it, it's like, Avaline. Avaline. Uh, Avaline 1. Was she Avaline 1? I thought she was. I thought Jilly Coleman oh, was, was Avaline. Oh, no, she was. Yeah, was she Avaline 2 then? I think she was Avaline 2. I think Jilly Coleman... God rest her left. And then you realise that her ex-husband is Seen Bean. Oh, yeah. Who was... I don't know if you watched it. It's this thing brand new on Sunday nights on BBC One. Haven't seen it yet. And it's called Time. And it's with Seen Bean. Seen Bean. And he's a teacher who, drink driving, killed someone. And he's put into prison. Yeah. And this whole world is scouse. Yet Seen Bean has done a Connery and refused to put on a Scouse accent. So he's basically doing one long O2 advert. His script is one long O2 advert. Stephen Graham's in it as well, the new arc Scouse, but he's great at it. But it's... Scene being, he's just like... Go on. I could have you can just imagine the casting meeting where they've just got right, Sean Bean's agent, Sean Bean's agent has gone right. Sean, we've got this uh, this part of it's in a thing called time, but I think one of the uh, things, the prerequisites, uh, is the things that the, the, the director have asked for is if you could put on a Scouse accent, if that's at all possible. And just gone. The accent is not a priority. <laughs> O2 is a priority. That's O2 priority. That's exactly it. That's it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they basically, they basically, one Sean's died, who refused to do his accent differently, and now <laughs> another Sean has has had enough of dying in shit. Yeah. So he's just gone. I'm not changing the accent for fucking love nor money. 
No. Can I? Just, well, we, we were watching last night by we, um, the Damned United was on BBC Two late last oh, I night. I love that we film. I've got it on Blu-ray. And, we, and I hate we, Leeds. We were chatting. Well, we were chatting, and of course, Michael Sheen is absolutely immaculate as as Brian Clough. But much we watched it for about twenty minutes, half an hour. <laughs> Billy Bremner. Well, Stephen Graham, of course, turns up as Billy Bremner straight away. So that's <laughs> yeah. like, I knew that. But what I didn't know, what I didn't, I'd never noticed before, and I've watched that film two or three times. But of course, because I'd never seen him, and it's not Stephen Graham I'm talking about here, this particular actor in anything else other than the show that has made him a star, he turns up as a Derby player. I think he might be John McGovern. And I'm like, oh, and he does his actual normal voice. None other than Martin Compston, oh, sc- a.k.a. Yeah. Steve Arnott from Line of Duty. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. Proper Scotty so, Sight. Uh, Michael Sheen's there as now. Then, young man, what's your job? Oh, that was a bit sad. Sorry <laughs> no, about that. That was very wrong. No, no. <laughs> I can't do Cl- I can't really do Brian well <laughs> at all. Sorry. So I will not. Bother. And I think he said, he said, to, I think he went to run up and down the wing and kick the fucking shit out of Paul Maidley. <laughs> <laughs> but he did it in this. I'm like, I can't hear him without going, without the sort of the, the faux Cockney accent. And it's like, this is, it's just, this is highly disturbing. Highly disturbing. And, and on another level, he also lives in Las Vegas. Yeah. We were talking about that last night, actually, while we were watching it. Yeah. The beautiful thing I loved about The Damned United, which is from, what's his face? Tom Hooper, who yeah. then went to do Cats. Mm. Look at, he did, look he at, did win an Oscar, I think, in the middle of that. For yeah, he did. Did he win an actor or Colin Firth won the actor? But look actor, at Taylor Swift's lovely cat arsehole. Yeah, the Damned United, when they were scouting for locations, they needed a, a run-down shithole to double up as Ellen Road. And what they used was Ellen Road. Ellen Road. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do they use? The, what do they use the baseball ground? Do they use Notts County? Do they use Meadow Lane? The only problem oh, is the know. baseball ground had a very, and, and they've tried to reenact it in the iPro Toyota Pirelli, whatever it's called this week, um, <laughs> at Derby Pride Park Stadium. It's got like, it, it had a weird edge because it was the baseball ground. It used to, it yeah, used to yeah. house baseball. Yeah. But I think, I think it might be Meadow Lane. I could be wrong. But yeah, Ellen Road, the shithole is used as Ellen Road in the Damned United. One of my most unliked football teams. What a film. Just. Sheen is just. Oh. Do you think Kate Beckinsale wakes up every single morning in a sweat, just going, "Why? Why did I leave him?" I could have had sex with Brian Clough on a Monday, David Frost on a Tuesday, Tony Blair on a Wednesday. Tony, Tony. Tony. Who else has Michael Sheen been? As, as, oh, he's been seen. Chris Tarrant. Chris, Chris Tarrant. Chris Tarrant. Chris Tarrant on a Thursday. Which reminds me, did you watch The BAFTAs on Sunday? Which is why we watched Time with Scene B. Okay, we don't want you to have that. We want you to have this. He was so good in that. He was great. But did I've you... never seen Michael Sheen be anything other than absolutely magnificent in anything he's in. I think we've said this as well in like season one, episode four. Probably. He never does a caricature. He's not your McLeods. He's not your no. Brydons to some extent. He doesn't do a ripoff or a, a culture impression. He just does him, but then he does so much of it, you buy it immediately. You buy him yeah. as Frost. You buy him as Clough. You buy yeah. him as Tony Blair. And you can't... Yeah. I I really... I'm desperate for The Crown Series 3 to get up to Diana's death. Because I want to see... It'll just be a nice closing of the loop for Peter Morgan to then 
sort of end with how he started with Tony Blair back in there. That would be my dream crown ending. I think what we're essentially landed on here is the fact that Michael Sheen is the accent king that Sean Bean could have been. Are you calling Sean Bean a has-been? Or are you saying that Mr. Sheen shines up team Sean Bean? Yes. <laughs> I can't think of anything around with Bean or... And what our American listeners might not know is that... <laughs> that was clean. Michael Sheen is no relation to Martin Sheen or Charlie Sheen, but Sheen Bean is the brother of Mr. Bean. Thank you for listening again to Top Contents. Don't forget you can get a full archive of everything we've done before and our other podcasts at atopcontentproduction.com. You can find us on social media as well at Top Content Pod on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And what would be lovely is that when you listen to this episode at the end of this in a couple of seconds when it's finished and that, is if you could click like, subscribe, and like, and leave us a little review and stuff and share it with your friends nice and easily on whatever thing you use, you know, WhatsApp or that. That would be great. As ever, Top Content has been a topcontentproduction.com. And this, this is Top Content, Sports.com, not work, at six. <laughs>